Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. From the line, I've got Gary Feldman, who's the executive head of healthcare consulting at NMG Benefits, to get more about children getting diabetes. She joins us on the line. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning to your listeners. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Um, can we unpack the growing diabetes diagnosis amongst children and how the numbers are currently looking? Yeah, Tommy, it's, uh, it's actually quite a scary statistic that um, the children of today are having an increased number of, of, of people suffering from diabetes, and mm. it's up to basically 10% of young young adults and children that are now suffering from type 1 diabetes. Now, type 1 diabetes is predominantly found in younger people and children yeah. specifically. Yeah. And, and and let's talk about how parents can best help their children in this case. And I'm not taking myself out of the equation. To be honest, I can do better. I can get the kids out running in the park and just, you know, live an active lifestyle. But I'm tired, Gary. Yeah, I think for me that, that, that's unfortunate reality that parents are facing today. I think Children are a lot more inactive. Mm. Children bites bites are not as good as they used to be. I mean, a lot of children are surviving on processed foods, or on quick takeout foods, where parents are tired, as you say, come out from work, stop at the takeaway and buy from mm. processed foods, and those are serious concerns. And also, then, as you quite rightly said, exercising. We find most children today are sitting in front of TVs yeah. or, or in front of their iPads playing games instead of doing some physical activity. And those are things where parents must insist that their children do some physical activity on a daily basis. And then also look at their weight. Weight is a very, very critical element of uh, prevalence of, of, of diabetes. So if you're, if you're obese and you specifically carry weight around the waist, then, then there's a probability, a higher probability that you could develop diabetes. Mm. Early detection continues to be a pivotal point of this conversation. Why is that? Well, I think, for me, diabetes is known as a silent killer. And if you're not going to detect it, it does impact your, your lifestyle and also ultimately your life expectancy. So we believe that as early as possible, you should have your, yourself and your children checked out. It's a very basic screening test. And you just have a finger prick. You can have it done at a local clinic with your local doctor. Most medical schemes cover that in full. If people don't have a medical scheme, you can still go to the local pharmacy and, and, the, and the nurse or the sister there can, can just do a finger prick test. And that is not a 100% accurate test, but at least it gives you an indication of a possibility or probability of potentially being um, diabetes, have diabetes. So, so we're saying to detect it as early as possible, and then you can give the right medication. And once you're on the right medication, I mean, your lifestyle can carry on normally and, and your life expectancy is back to normal. But you've got to manage it properly. Mm, Gary, my, 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 inf- or my knowledge or about diabetes is very limited, and that's why I, I'm, I'm, I'm having this conversation with you to also inform listeners as well. But what's the difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes? Well, that one diabetes, as I said, is predominantly amongst the younger generation, and it's also basically insulin dependent. Mm. Whereas, whereas type two diabetes is not insulin dependent; usually, it's just found in, in more in adults, and also basically you can manage it by diet, by your, your managing your diet, and sometimes just some um, oral medication. Mm. But but uh, type one is traditionally insulin dependent, and then there's also a third type of diabetes, and that's specifically for ladies. I mean. In, during pregnancy, and it's mm. called gestational diabetes. While, while you're pregnant, you can get diabetes. 
Um, and, and I think most gynecologists and doctors do check for that specifically. And quite often it disappears post-pregnancy, but it quite often also results in, 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 in type 2 diabetes post-pregnancy as well. Sure. Thank you so much for this information, Gary. Can you please give us contact details for those people that want to live a healthy lifestyle because maybe they just found out that they do have diabetes or they suspect that they might have diabetes? Where can they get a hold of you, Gary? Yeah, so they can get all of us on the NNG um, website. Um, we've got a website, NNG.coza, and we can assist them there. We assist a lot of companies, a lot of individuals, or they can go on to Diabetes SA. Org. Um, also, that's a generic website and it gives you a lot of education around diabetes, how you can mitigate the risks and also how you can early identify diabetes. Fantastic. Thank you so much once again for your time, Gary. Thanks, Ntombi. Thank Keep you. Well, bye. If you missed it, catch the rewind on radio2000.co.za.